Hey guys, I am so excited about today's guest. My man Brad Davidson is a gentleman that I've gotten to know very well over the last uh, year, and uh, he is an author, speaker, a performance coach. Um, you know, his resume is quite quite amazing if you think about the athletes that he is. Uh, coached and how he's helped them perform at their optimal best. Everywhere from NFL athletes to Major League Baseball athletes. I'm a little partial on the Major League guys, by the way. Uh, PGA Tour guys, professional surfers, CrossFit games, uh, games athletes, and then tactical athletes such as Navy SEALs, SWAT team, the L LA uh, Sheriff Special Enforcement Bureau. Oh, and then of course, obviously, there's a, a, a tremendous amount of celebrities that he has also uh, been a performance coach for. So uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear Brad. And, and we're going to talk today, we're going to dive into uh, our health, um, uh, how important sleep is. And, you know, we don't hear that enough. Uh, we always feel as if you're going to be optimal, if you're going to be the best of the best, you're not supposed to be sleeping as much that we need to train ourselves to, to perform off of minimal sleep. And uh, he's going to share with us his story of how he went from an elite athlete to literally destroying his body from within. And he's going to give you the tips and the tricks uh, that you need to be implementing in your life in order for you to excel at no, no matter whatever position you're in. So uh, super excited to have my man, Brad Davidson on the JK Experience. All right, buddy, dude. Hey, seriously, uh, just super stoked to have you on the podcast today, man. I know that, uh, well, you're in a part of the country that has been on complete lockdown. We've been very fortunate out here in Wyoming to, to have a little bit of normality. But, dude, you've made some amazing adjustments we were just talking about this and I want to go into this. You've got, first of all, you, you, you released your book, uh, the 21 metabolic reset, which is a phenomenal book. Um, you've created something new from this. And, and what I love about it is you created something new from, um, from challenges. And I think those are sometimes the best things that we can actually produce in, in our lives. And so, uh, let's just, let's dive into that first. Cause I know that's going to open up a ton of conversation afterwards, brother. Yeah. I, so, I, you know, I spent a majority of my time for the last six years just traveling the world speaking. And I was doing, you know, 80 to 100 speaking engagements a year. And I remember my last event was March 6th in Gainesville, Florida. I fly home March 7th. I take my kids, pick up a new puppy. And then all of a sudden, a week later, my business is done. And I mean, fast forward to today, I have not traveled for one speaking engagement since. And I just got word about a month ago that my speaking career has been canceled all the way through May. <laughs> There's just, nobody's doing live events. And so I had to adjust and adapt. And uh, one of the things I've done that I'm really excited about is I've taken my messaging and I've just built out a masterclass. So it's like my speaking, I, my speaking was great. It's a 30,000 foot view. But then what I did was just made a masterclass of this is exactly the process I take high stressed, high performing individuals that are under fatigue, not performing the level they want, and resetting their metabolism and optimizing it. And it's a step-by-step -step program of exactly what I would do with a client working one-on-one -on -one with them. So it's, uh, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's, it all just came together. It's like, it's like boom, it just, it just happened. And it just downloaded. And I was like, wow, this is absolutely amazing. For the last 25 years of my life, this is what I've been building. And I saw it, and I was just super excited about it. So that, that's, that's, uh, that's the new the new the new offer that I'm giving to the world, which I'm, I'm like I said, I'm just super excited about it. 
Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy, you like, so you, you came and spoke to our leadership and then you also spoke to Kingsman, our private group for men. And, you know, one of the things that was, um, I think that became very apparent is how, how much we need a change in perspective. You know, we, the, the old, the old age of, of, I was just, just running hard and running hard. And as a, as a, uh, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, like, you know, no sleep. If you're sleeping, you're weak. Uh, if you're, if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're taking care of yourself, you're, 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 uh, you're not staying focused on the things of creating money and wealth in your life. And I, you know, I love where you come in and your point of view on this, because dude, there has been no greater time to be able to have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been really fortunate. Uh, you know, 2008, 2009, I ran myself into the ground. I was in my mid thirties and I made an Olympic team, uh, sorry, a U.S. national team trying to compete for the Olympics to show off how good my stuff was. And I followed that of, I'm just going to outwork these young kids. And so I just grind it and uh, it wiped out my metabolism. So it took me six years to recover from it. I could not figure out what I had done wrong. Cause I just, I did everything we tell you to do. You want to be successful, just outgrind everyone, outwork everyone. And I kind of discovered what I'd done to myself and I started working back in the trenches with clients and I got the opportunity to work with some of the highest performers on the face of the earth. And we're talking, you know, billionaires, professional athletes, uh, multiple members from different types of tactical teams like SEALs and SWAT and the PJs. And what I discovered was we have it all wrong. To get to the top 3% of performers, I discovered the top 3% of performers, they will work themselves to death. That's the thing that will separate them. If they've taken that advice and they will grind. And I literally have had people I worked with that ended up in the hospital almost dying from pushing too hard too long. Well, what separates that, that top 3% from the, the 1%? Like what makes the difference? And so I had the opportunity of working with these men and women for so long. And I started finding all these different testing modalities and I got into genetics. And what I discovered is that there are two, there, there's one specific gene, the COMT158 gene that separates the two. It's the warrior versus warrior gene. Mm. And the warriors, they typically end up being in that 1%. And here was the difference with them is that stress doesn't really impact them. They have a resiliency to stress that the warriors do not. For example, sleep is never an issue for them. They could fall asleep in the middle of war. Like, how do you do that? I have a bad day at work. I'm up all night. I should have said this. I should have done this. There's literally gunfire going off and they're taking naps. Yeah. And that's what I discovered made them so different was that they had this ability to just be resilient to stress while the other group, no matter how hard they worked, stress was wiping them out. And I fell into that other group. What I realized was the only difference that separated the highest performance from that 3% was the ability to recover. And either you're genetically wired for it or people had picked it up and they put a red velvet rope around things like sleep and meditation and basically the time for themselves to drive the recovery aspect. So what I've learned is if you have pushed yourself to the point of fatigue, like I did, and you have no idea how to take care of the rest and recovery, that's the golden ticket is you have to learn that rest and recovery is the ultimate tool for great success. We all think it's about the grit and the grind. It's all about rest and energy management is truly what separates the 3% from the best of the best. And so that's what I've focused my whole career on is helping people. If they've dug themselves in that hole of fatigue, I'll bring them out of it real quick. That's what the metabolic reset's all about. I'm not really resetting the metabolism. It's a word people understand. It's impossible to do, but they understand the word and they'll say, okay, yeah, I'll take a break for the next 21 days. I'll re-energize myself. I'll catch up on my sleep. I'll let my metabolism get caught up on all things it's behind on. 
And all of a sudden, energy's back. And now that it's back, okay, let's get smart. Let's work hard. Let's recover harder. And that's the greatest gift I've learned I can give high performers is that recovery aspect. Well, I tell you what, dude, like seriously, when you came in and spoke to our leadership team, I, I think it was that I mean, one of the things that you brought to us was the permission to be able to do that. You know, we don't, uh, we've been trained and we've heard so many different stories once again about just grinding it out. And that was the mentality for so long. And in a, in a, especially in a year that we all experienced in 2020 for, you know, something that, you know, we've been so fortunate. Our, our generation really, for the most part, has not had to have an ex experience war. We haven't experienced these really tragic events for the most part, right? We had 9-11, of yeah. course, that was, that was very tragic in our, in our country, but most of us weren't there to actually be there, right? So they really did, they were never on the ground for that, right? We were, you know, I'm in Wyoming, many of our, you know, like people were not out there in, uh, in New York City. We get to see the memorial of it now, but we didn't have those hard things that we talk about and what you were talking about when it comes to the warrior mentality. Um, I love the fact that you opened up that opportunity for us to have permission to do that. I I'm curious, uh, was there a lot of resistance? Because, you know, this, this whole concept for you uh, came prior to 2020. This was something that you've been teaching for a number of years. Yeah. What was it like going in and talking with these CEOs <laughs> and these companies? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know what it was like. Right. Um, so I figured this all out from like 2009 to 2012 was when I started realizing like what the problem was. I remember at one of my very <laughs> first speaking engagements to a group of CEOs. Uh, I deliver the message and it's all about um, rest more, right? Exercise less, rest more. Focus on your energy first. And I deliver the message and I got an anonymous, uh, the group I spoke to had an ability to give me anonymous feedback. And I got an anonymous feedback scenario and it says... <laughs> I'll never forget this. This is one of my driving forces. It basically said, hey, you're an idiot. You just came in and spoke to a room full of CEOs and you told us to exercise less and rest more. We all know we don't exercise enough and as CEOs, we need more exercise. You need to understand the crowd you're speaking to and deliver the right message. I was like, whoa. I, I didn't know what to do with that because I didn't have, I just knew my experience and I've worked with a couple people. So I said, you know what? I'm going to prove that I'm right. And so from that point on, over the next five years, I worked with over 450 CEOs one-on-one -on -one in the trenches, like consulting with them, seeing them on a weekly basis. And I was right. I got to the end of that. I was more driven to produce, to produce the message. And it was interesting, 2020 hits and the pandemic hits and all of a sudden these CEO groups called me back because now they're saying, Hey, we recognize your message was right on. We need you to deliver that message again. So our CEOs can hear it so they can put their health first. They can put their energy first because reality, I mean, it's, it's becoming more and more obvious this pandemic that metabolic health is a massive contributor to how we handle it. Yeah. The healthier you are, the less, the more resilient to stress you are, the less impact it has on you. And so, yeah, I have been re-delivering the same message to these groups of CEOs have already heard me because now they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's right. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a painful process. I will not lie to you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about like, let, let's kind of open up this avenue for this resilience piece because I really, I mean, I feel like, you know, you over your life, um, which I think is obviously now transitioning itself into this next chapter for you, you know, the resilience that you had to show forth over your lifetime has really brought you and accumulated you to here. But uh, I'm just curious, 
what was it that, what was it inside of you? What, what was it that was the driving force that never allowed you to give up on it? Like, you know, I know that we, you know, we, we can have that mentality to like, listen, I'm going to prove people wrong or I'm going to prove yeah. people right. Um, what was it for you having that resilience for so long, having tragedy happen in your life, challenges that you were constantly faced with, you finally get to this position. And then of course COVID hits and gets in you and it destroys the, this, the build, the business that you built up. Walk me through, or just kind of talk us through as that, as you've been able to, 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 to discover that resilience in your life. Yeah. I mean, I, I had two real big driving forces. Um, first off was my own personal experience. And the reality of who paid the price when fatigue took over, when I finally was burned out and my metabolism collapsed, it was my children that paid the price. And the question I constantly love to ask when I speak, when I work with people is said, I said, ask, ask, like, when you get home at night, do the people you love most, they get the best of you or the rest of you? Because so often we're working our tails off at work and trying to make our lives at, at a, to get to a certain level for our families, the people we love. And then we get home to them and they just get all the leftovers. And so that was my driving force. It's like, man, I have to be able to find a way that I can have enough energy to get through a day of work and to get home to have the energy to play with my children. That was my big personal driving force. And then as I started realizing and working with more and more people, and it's very rare I can ask a CEO that, I'm like, you know what? Why don't we talk to your family? Like, you may think you're going to, let's ask them. And that's a very, that's a, like, I, I suggest people go home and honestly ask your family without, like, I want to ask this question. I will not get angry. I want honest feedback. Yeah. When I get home at night, do you feel like I'm, you're getting the best of me or the leftovers from me? Mm -hmm. and, and they'll be honest and it's hard to hear. Yeah. So I, as I saw that more and more, I was like, that's what I want to give people is I want to give them the greatest part of life. And that's a deep, healthy, happy engagement with the people I love the most because that's what they deserve. And so that was my driving force. And then the big driving force behind that was my father. Uh, my father just passed away six months ago. That was another you know, kind of one of the realms of hardship I had to deal with over the last few years uh, was that because he was my sounding block. He was my cheerleader. He was the one that could just, he was the one person in the world who knew everything about me and he was gone. Mm -hmm. But his biggest message was giving up is never an option. That's very easy to say. <clears throat> yeah. My father had a, a genetic disease called myotonic dystrophy. It robbed him of his life. The last five years of his life. So what happened is over time, he slowly lost use of his limbs. His muscle, light level, his muscle got so weak. If he fell to the floor, he couldn't get up. I mean, it was hard for him to pick up a cup by the end of it. Hmm. The last five years of his life, he was basically in a wheelchair. Could not do anything. I never heard him complain once about it. He never gave up. Yes, he lost his life to congestive heart failure because that's one of the things that'll take you out. Your heart muscle weakens. And that's what got him. But he never complained. He always showed up. He always was, he, he couldn't do it physically. So he'd use his words to tell people how much they meant to him, how great he thought they were. The one thing he never did was never give up. So I'm like, man, if, if that man can go through that and never complain and never give up, the fact that I lost my business and I have the opportunity to rebuild there's never, I can't complain. I just got to figure it out and keep rebuilding and just never give up. I actually, I don't know if you can see behind my shoulder, but that's, I hung the quote of giving up is never an option. Cause that was the one thing that my dad always instilled in us. I mean, I remember being a ninth grade, I had two broken arms, so I couldn't play football. So I decided to run cross country to stay in shape. Two weeks <laughs> in, I'm like, I'm a sprinter, not a distance runner. He's like, yeah. you, mean, you follow through, giving up's not an option. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. But I learned that no matter how bad it gets, no matter how much the pain, no matter how much suffering there is, it always comes to an end. And all you'll remember is the good stuff. And, and, and that was just 
So those are my two big driving forces behind this whole realm of never giving up and really sticking to my purpose and, and my passion around what I'm doing. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. You know, I think when people are able to accomplish some really powerful things in their life, it's because they had some type of a powerful driver in their life. And that was a fantastic story, dude. So, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, what I want to go into now is this pivot for you, you know, uh, not many people, I will say, and I just absolutely applaud you for this. Not many people are able to look at that situation that you had to go through, obviously with the challenges with losing your father. Um, and then of course, going into the COVID uh, situation that you guys have out in California, where your industry just gets completely demolished. You've pivoted. And to be honest with you, you've really pivoted into a platform that is going to help potentially elevate you even to greater successes and greater heights what was that pivot like? How did you, how did you take a hard situation and be able to say, man, you know, if I just take my past experiences or if I just actually have this mindset or if I just apply this formula, I think we can really truly help the people that you desire to help. Yeah. Um, I, I held off for a long time making the pivot. Um, for anyone that's worked their way, because to become a speaker that's actually paid and paid well is a very hard path. But once you get there, it's a very rewarding path. And in my head, I'm just thinking like, okay, I'm just going to hold on. Like this will come back. And so I was holding on, not pivoting. You know, I was just, I was working on my message. I was learning new things. I was fine tuning my message. And then it was, it was October, end of October when I discovered that my speaking career, my, my, my next 2021 was canceled through May. At that point, I'm like, oh man, I, I, I'm not going to make it. Like I am running out of money. I have no options. I, I have to figure this out. Um, and so that's when I just went into drive and I listened to a, a Grant Cardone. Um, I bought a Grant Cardone program. Somebody said, oh, I got to hear this guy. And I was always kind of turned off by him because it was like money, money, money. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to what he has to say. And one of the greatest things he did was he just shared what he does every year. And the first thing he does with his team is he sits down and he writes down, what are all the opportunities we have on the board? Like what are all the possible opportunities? And so I did that. I wrote down all my possible opportunities that I had that I could pivot to. And then from there, I was like, okay, then uh, I'm going to put revenue numbers that I want to it. And I started finding, and then I just started exploring those opportunities. And we've been shut down forever. Gyms have been closed. I found a brand new gym, actually this gym called Moxie 3 in Costa Mesa that was opened. And they opened in November in the middle of COVID. But what they did was they have a doctor that's behind it. So it's considered essential. And they built the air filtration systems in the gym to blow out constant large amounts of fresh air like hospitals. And they built multiple garage doors and they put CO2 monitors in to prove when you're in there, it's like being outside. Hmm. And so you're not sharing air. So I'm like, okay, perfect. But then in order to work there, in order to see if I can even build a business of seeing clients again, one-on-one in, in that consulting fashion, I had to put money up front, not knowing if, I could even build a clientele. It's been five years since I had sold my business in Orange County, had a non-compete. Mm -hmm. You know, screw it. It's an opportunity. I'm going to go for it. So I, I, I paid the money to be able to use the facility and started picking up clients again. And then I had this whole nutrition program I built to where they allowed me to bring that into play as well. And so now I have just multiple opportunities of my program that I put online and now I can work locally with clients again. And, and people are just hungry to feel good, to get their energy back. I think people are also recognizing health and metabolism is so important in this whole COVID realm. And we're also realizing like, oh, it can't be about just doing whatever it takes to lose a bunch of body fat and look ripped because we recognize I do that. I look good. I feel horrible. You can't do it that way. 
It has to be a system that is actually driving better energy, making stress resilient, driving the, a, a stronger immune system. So it's just all of a sudden this, this opportunity has opened up for me because I just, I laid out all the crazy, I mean, I still had the board up because that was such a crazy idea, but the ideas are just as many as I could come up with. It allowed me to creatively find solutions. And I started exploring those and they just pop. If you put the opportunity down, in my opinion, and you intently explore them, you'll find the ones that are open for you. And that's what happened for me. So, I mean, fast forward, I went from no clients to all of a sudden I have so many clients. I can't find spots on my schedule for them because I still have my kids at home on Zoom schools. So my schedule is super limited. It's crazy, but it's, it's exciting and it's fun. And because my message and my system is so well perceived now and wanted, it's really rewarding to me. Yeah. I'll tell you what, buddy, seriously. I mean, we, we had the opportunity and the pleasure to hear you speak uh, back in November and it has resonated with our entire leadership group. Um, you know, I know that it's personally affected me. I want to get into some of the hacks because I think this is really important for people to understand, like, because this can be really intimidating. Like, okay, do I have to go from one extreme to the next? Or what does that look like? Or how do I get optimal sleep? Or, you know, I know one of the big things that a lot of people are doing is trying to drink more water. Well, gosh, when you drink a gallon of water a day, not only are you going to the bathroom so much, but you're also flushing all of that nutrition away and those nutrients that you speak about. And I, I thought that was a, uh, was a really great way to look at it, too. I love the fact that uh, you, you talked about putting Himalayan salt, a pinch of Himalayan salt in there. Can you give us a couple things that are just simple, things that like they're not extreme, but they potentially would make a great difference in somebody's life if they just want to start feeling better? Yeah. So uh, when I, I look at it as this, is that um, stress is the enemy to the metabolism. And, and if, there, if there are ladies listening, stress is the biggest enemy to the female metabolism. So what has to happen is you have to find ways to make the metabolism resilient to the stress. You can never run away from it this day and age. Like, unless you're going to move to the mountains away from everyone, you're still going to deal with isolation and loneliness. Like, I think that might be the worst stress after going through COVID and being stuck at home by myself for 10 days. Yeah. So you have to find resilience. You got to find ways to reduce unneeded sources of stress. And you got to apply strategies to, to, to calm the stress whenever you can. So a very simple one you just brought up is adding sea salt to your water. Just put a pinch in every bottle of water you drink because now you have all the trace minerals that actually feed your cell. Plus there's a little bit of sodium that'll absorb water into your cell. And when you, and then you actually hydrate. And by doing that, you're dramatically lowering the amount of unneeded stress running through your bloodstream by simply being hydrated. And the other thing that happens is there's more and more research showing that sea salt actually calms the adrenals down. So it calms the stress response. So for example, one thing I like people to do before bed if they're under a lot of stress is to just mix a little bit of honey, coconut oil, and sea salt together and eat that. That'll stabilize all the stress pathways while you sleep in it. It's a gr another great hack. So put a pinch of sea salt in every bottle of water you drink and then do a teaspoon of honey, a teaspoon of coconut oil, and a pinch of sea salt, mix it up, and eat that before bed. We'll calm your brain down, we'll stabilize blood sugar, we'll stabilize your liver glycine levels, and the sea salt will calm your adrenals down while you sleep at night. Because here's the thing, those people who sleep seven or more hours a night versus those who don't sleep seven hours have dramatically less stress hormones and cortisol running through the bloodstream the next morning. So we want to find ways to improve sleep as best we can. But sleep is a hard one to improve. So I'm not going to say like, 
you do this, you're going to sleep dramatically better. Everything's under check. Like that's a hard one, but it's an easy one to apply to get better quality sleep. And we just improve it a little bit. There's that much less stress hormones running through the bloodstream the next day. And then the other simple hack that I really, really like, I want people to understand that majority of nutrition advice has come from research and studies that are done on sick people that don't have much stress in their life that hate exercise. If you're somebody that's under a lot of stress and you exercise, all of a sudden that, that, that uh, information is no good. So what I have found for high stress, high performers is you should have no carbs during the day. I like that information. Uh, clinical nutrition is very clear. Carbs, keeping it low during the day will upregulate um, the, the brain, the performance, all that will wake you up. You'll perform better. You'll stabilize blood sugar better. But here's the thing. It is if you're a high stress, high performer and you avoid carbs altogether like they tell you, I'm going to tell you what, you will become a type 2 diabetic like I did. Mm-hmm. When I was performing with the U.S. bobsled team, I was training like crazy. I was stressed out of my mind. I wasn't sleeping and I was following the paleo diet, not eating carbs. And I became a diabetic. So what I found is you have a big issue with stress hormones. You have to get them to calm down. So no carbs during the day, lots of carbs at night at dinner. That will calm the stress hormones down. It'll calm your brain down. and It'll actually drive better sleep. Mm-hmm. It is the best tool in the world for high-stressed people to regulate blood sugar, sleep better, and calm stress hormones down. It's magnificent. I like to focus early on any type of rice, any type of potato. And I'm going to say I like any type of rice but brown rice. Brown rice was made famous because it helped uh, type 2 diabetics have less of an insulin response. If you're not type 2 diabetic, the, the glycemic index is kind of pointless. So I would rather you have white rice or jasmine rice. I want more of that insulin spike because the more insulin spike you get, the more it's going to calm you down and the better it's going to put you in a state to want to sleep better. So those are three super easy strategies. Put a pinch of sea salt in every bottle of water you drink. Use I call the sleep hammer. It's the spoonful of honey, a spoonful of coconut oil, and a pinch of sea salt to help you drive better sleep. No carbs during the day, lots of carbs at night at dinner. And let's be real, you know that the biggest danger to us is between dinner and bedtime. That's when you're going to break all the rules anyways. <laughs> so you might as well have a bunch of really good carbs at dinner to calm yeah. your brain down. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. You know, one of the things that you've done such a great job of explaining, because, you know, when you come to, when you talk to organizations, you, you get those, you get those that are insanely working out and those that are insanely not working out. You get those that are extreme on one end and they're extreme on this other end. And I love the fact that one of the things that you do is you really try to meet people where they're at and you're making all these great suggestions and people are able to kind of adapt it to a certain point to their style because you know, I just look at even on our family, you know, um, our, the, the men in our family take after the German side of, of our genes. And so we're all tall and lean and the women are, are on the Polish side of it. So they're a little bit shorter and their metabolism is not nearly as fast as ours. So them eating the same stuff that we're eating, it just doesn't work. And I think yeah. you do a fantastic job of really helping people understand that just because they do, it doesn't mean it's going to be healthy for you. So yeah. I love your 21 day metabolic reset book. It's phenomenal. We've had a number of our agents and our staff do it and they've gotten great results from it. Um, I'm excited to be able to share them this new one that you've, this new platform that you've got going on, because just like you said, I think there's a tremendous need and you only have so many hours in the day. So yeah. what a great opportunity for people to see this. Now you're going to be releasing that within the next couple of weeks is what I understand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By the time this airs, it should be released and live. 
Fantastic, brother. So where's the best place people can uh, track you down, follow you, listen to you? I know you've got, uh, I know you're on social media. Uh, I know that you've got a number of other platforms. Yeah. Uh, so my website is just uh, www.braddavidson, B-R-A-D-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N.com. That's where you can find all my programs. Like if you want, if people are interested in the Your Metabolic uh, Breakthrough platform, go to that website. It'll be right there. I'm also on social media. The one I'm most active on where I really do a lot of activity around this topic is my Instagram. And that's coach underscore Brad underscore Davidson. So I'm constantly giving uh, infographics, um, uh, strategies, videos, all on this realm of high performance. I want to see high performers reach that level. And, and here's the thing is that what I notice with high performers is most of them get knocked off before they reach their goal because they don't have to take care of themselves. Yeah. So another big driving force I have behind all this is I want high performers to reach the epitome of where they want to go and then choose to settle down and back off when they're ready, not when they're forced to. Yeah. Uh, love it, dude. I'm telling you what, man, you know, ever since you and I met, I have just been like, okay, why did I not meet this dude when I was playing ball? Like the, I, I just cringe at what my lifestyle slash diet was like when I was playing, <laughs> when I was playing baseball, uh, the fact that I lasted as long as I did is a miracle in and of itself. And really a testimony of what the human body can put itself through, dude. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to have met you at that point. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the world of sports, you get your hands on a young guy with this stuff. It's game changing. It's, oh. it's been pretty cool to see the, the changes in careers by just applying this stuff correctly. Yeah. Well, brother, man, I appreciate you, dude. This has been awesome. I know that uh, you put a lot of, lot of pack into this uh, podcast with our group and with myself again. And uh, dude, uh, just thanks again, man. Looking forward to uh, this new program that you're releasing and uh, being able to uh, invest in that and to see what that looks like for the change in the lives of so many people. Awesome. Thank you, man. Great talking with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. All right, guys. How about that? Um, I know this was awesome. I know that this was impactful. I know that you guys took some great things away from this to implement in your life. But listen, it doesn't doesn't have to stop with you. Make sure that you share this with somebody else. Make sure that you let somebody else know about this because once again, this is all about impacting not only yourself, but those that you are leading as well. So love you all. Have a fantastic rest of your day and we will talk to you soon.